Hello, and welcome to Cherry Beckert's Hospitality and Retail Podcast. We are excited today to discuss the recently released Shuttered Venue Operators Grant Compliance Supplement. I'm Lori Klumberg, a Senior Business Development Specialist, and today I'm joined by Bryn McNeil, an assurance partner who, who focuses her practice on providing audit services. Welcome, Bryn. Thanks, Lori. I'm excited to be here. All right, so let's just dive in. So, Bryn, why were you flagged to lead SVOG efforts for the firm? Great question. Happy to share. So I've actually been with Cherry Beckert now for um, about 17 years, and I've spent my entire time here in the audit practice and really working with companies that either have contracts, grants, or receive some sort of federal funding from the federal government. So with that, I've performed a number of financial statement audits, single audits, and program-specific audits. And that really lends well with this type of award and how I kind of got dubbed as the expert here and really involved with the SVOG awards. Wonderful. Um, so tell me kind of how, how does your team help clients who receive this money? Yeah, so we can kind of help in a multitude of areas here. So one piece of it is just helping from a consulting side. I know there's a lot of gray in this guidance. I know there's a lot of conflicting information out there. I know that the SBA is not always timely in providing some of the information. So we can really help from a consulting side and just going through and helping companies. Is this cost allowable? Does this seem reasonable? Or is this an expressly unallowable cost that that the grant cannot be used on. Um, so we can help from a consulting side. We can help from the ERC, so the employee retention credit. That is something companies can absolutely take advantage of, even if they've received the SVOG award. So that's another area where some companies have not necessarily thought about that or really looked into it. And so we can help really calculate that and um, even help companies file to get the amended 941. And then the last piece where I really come in into play is helping with the program specific audit. And for those companies that do trigger that, really being able to help get through that and then provide the audit report that would ultimately be filed with the SBA. Wonderful. So what would actually trigger an audit? So how would a company know if they needed this particular audit that you guys do? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And I know one that we've talked with a number of companies on. So the way to look at this is if you have received the initial award, then you really have from March of 2020 through December of third, December 31st of 2021 to incur expenses. The 2020 expenses are known as pre-award costs. So those expenses are going to be accumulated with the 2021 expenses. And in total, if both your 2020 pre-award expenses and your 2021 expenses exceed $750,000, you would trigger an audit for that year. If you've also received the supplemental grant, then you have until June 30th of 2022 to incur expenses. And if from January 1 of 2022 to June 30th of 2022, if that total exceeds 750,000, you trigger a 2022 audit. So it does kind of depend if you have separate grant notices or if you just have the one. 
um, and what your period of expenses to incur, but that that threshold is really 750,000 and then it's looking at 2020 and 2021 and then 2022 as well. Does that help clarify that? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it sounds like it may be kind of case by case. So probably, you know, scheduling a call to further discuss your situation is is probably what you would recommend. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, we've talked to a lot of companies just to better help, you know, confirm and clarify which years they really do have um, to incur the expenses. And then also even sometimes just to help strategize, is there a way that maybe we can avoid doing two audits or just based on kind of how the expenses have fallen out that they will need to to audit. Great. So, you know, why should someone use Cherry Beckert for this if they do need the audit? Yeah, so we've, we've got a lot of expertise in performing program-specific audits. You know, you do have to have a different type of um, certification. So having your yellow book hours and being able to perform government-related audits is certainly something that you have to have. And it's something that we do have and we have a lot of expertise in. So I think just having that, you know, background of we've done this a lot, Granted, we've never done an SVOG audit as these are brand new. The supplement for um, this program was just released. So I cannot say we've ever done an SVOG audit, but we've done a lot of program specific audits for other agencies and just have a lot of that experience and expertise. Great. Now, does it matter where the company is located? Like, can Trey Beckert do audits across the country? Yeah, so we've been doing audits, even I'll say pre-COVID, we've been doing virtual audits. um, Is it really just, you know, we found that our clients, we were having teams go out there, sit in conference rooms and just email back and forth with the clients. So because of the nature of accounting and that there's so much that's electronic, we do everything 100% remotely. We use a great tool, it's called Smartsheet. Very easy to send data back and forth. It's secure for anyone that's concerned on that front. Um, But yes, it's super easy to do a virtual audit, everything remotely. And we do a lot of Teams meetings or Zoom meetings to do those status updates and check-ins. Okay, great to know. Because I feel like that would be a question I would have if, um, you know, if I was looking for this type of audit. So yeah. Um, Is there anything we didn't cover that you think, you know, you wanted to mention um, before we close out? Yeah, I think just going through, you know, real quick to make sure that folks understand, you know, what would be involved with a program specific audit that, you know, really it's just looking at those expenses that you're applying the SVOG award to. So it's important to note that this would not be auditing your assets or liabilities or revenues. It's just focused on that, that we only would be doing a sample of that. We would not be doing 100%. Um, I think those are just two things that I would want to point out that, you know, that's really what the meat and potatoes are of the audit is really doing a sample of those expenses, really testing the attributes from the compliance supplement. Is it supported? Is it allowable? The period of performance and then also getting a high level understanding of the internal control as well so that we can see just what does that environment look like? Who's really involved at the company in posting and approving um, these types of expenses? So that's kind of from, you know, a high level of what an audit would look like just to give kind of insight as to that as well. No, that's really helpful. 
Well, thank you so much. And we hope you enjoyed this conversation and I hope it provided you with some insight into the SVOG audit process. Um, additional guidance regarding our services mentioned today can be found in the related guidance section of this podcast webpage. Um, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Bren or I directly using our contact information link below. And thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you continue we hope to continue the conversation with you.